0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Truth Justice on the podcast. Uh, It's been a month, week, who knows how long since the quarantine has started, Um, and it still sucks. But as you guys have noticed throughout the past couple weeks, I've still been doing these interviews with people, asking them what's going on uh, in their lives. Uh, with the quarantine and everything like that, and how that affected them. And I'm really excited today to talk with a special guest uh, who I've wanted on for a very long time, somebody who uh, has inspired me uh, in my own life and is an author, uh, a great woman of faith, and somebody who's you know, a leader, and that is Conchetta Green. So I'm gonna throw it over to her so she can tell you more about what she does uh, who she is, what she believes in, and yeah. Hello, oh, thank you. <laughs> um,
1: so you're talking about me, and I was like, oh "My God, no, most <laughs> <laughs> First of all, so, um, like you said, my name is Conchetta Green. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I've been in Christian ministry. Well, I grew up in a Christian home, but. I started off doing things like praise and worship in my church, um, singing, doing lots of music, and then over time teaching little classes. And I served as an associate pastor for a while with my husband um, at a church that we started from scratch. And we ran that church for about seven years, um, almost eight years actually. And then um, now we serve together at a church where he's the pastor, and I just get to be his wife and do whatever pet projects I (laughs) want to (laughs) do. I am obsessed with uh, documentaries and comedy and art Mm -hmm. and all things TV. Uh, What else? I like to make things... um, I like to make spiritual things that usually seem like really hard and difficult and big, and I like to make them more practical and digestible for everyday people. So I feel like everything that I do usually is just, like, an effort to simplify things. And I have a regular job. Like, I work as a secretary, too,
0: so. (laughs) Nice. Nice. And uh, you had a pretty big year last year. Uh, You released a book. and. Mm -hmm which was really interesting to see. I've never known anybody who's ever made a book before, so I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> um, so I guess we can kind of start out talking about that and just, like, okay. what sort of that has been like. Like, I've literally never talked to anybody who's ever wrote anything that's, like, more than a couple pages and for school. So Oh, okay. It, I, so what part do you want to talk about? Do
1: you want to talk about, like, the writing it process or do you want to talk about the book itself which part you want to do so
0: definitely tell us what the book is and what it's about and what it's for and also just tell Mm -hmm. me how uh you kind of got into that and wanted to end up doing that like what sort of sparked that
1: oh sure so okay so the book is called too busy too bored for prayer (laughs) because why not not? (laughs) um it's available on amazon uh, exclusively And um, I wrote the book because I was struggling in my own prayer life, even though, like, I was serving in leadership in church and was running a church. (laughs) Like, there there were times where I was like, yo, I really have not faith. (laughs) Like, I don't think this is how this is supposed to work. Like, I think something is supposed to be better here. Or, like, I just felt, like, super disconnected from just all of the work of, like, church. If you've ever served in church, and I know you have, like, Mm -hmm. you've you've done work in church, and sometimes if you're not careful, it just becomes, like, another thing. Like, it's another job. For sure. Like, and that sucks, because, like, usually the spiritual things are the things that really bring you joy. You know, it's intangible. It touches a really special part of you. When you lose that sense of connection to that joy of your faith, it sucks, and, like, I wanted to find a way to get back and get, like, my joy back, and so, um, I started praying and just being really honest with God, like, I don't know what I broke or what's broken in me, but, like, (laughs) please help me to, to get this back together, and honestly, um, I, he gave me a couple of ideas, I started trying stuff for myself, um, and then over time, you know, I would talk to other people who felt like I did. Um, I share those things and they work. And truth be told, Eduardo, like it went from me doing these little things to, okay, I'm telling this story so much, it's become the PowerPoint. And then it went from a PowerPoint. <laughs> to, <laughs> no, it went from an e- telling people to an email, from an email to a PowerPoint, and then from a PowerPoint to like a straight out kind of sermon. And people were like, okay, we want to do this. And it really helped. So I figured. I think this means it should probably be a book because hmm. um, I'm tired of saying all these steps and I look a little bit crazy. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, so that's how we got to the book. But basically the, the book too busy, too bored for prayer is like helps people to identify what stops them from praying. First of all, usually it's some kind of an emotional situation. You know, maybe you're angry with God maybe you feel like he's not listening um, maybe you feel like you messed up and you feel guilty and like that kind of creates the first wall and the biggest part of prayer and like connecting with god is being open so the book kind of just really quickly it's like a, it's a seven day book first of all it's not like long i needed something to like keep people's attention span because hashtag the internet um <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> it's really short but it's it makes you, like, look at yourself like, okay, well, how do I feel about this? Helps you set up some quick times. It helps you to use, like, the Bible to pray, um, which is kind of cool. A lot of people don't know, like, how to do that. And it also helps you to pray in different ways really quickly um, within a week. Um, And I think the biggest thing is you do it with a partner. Um, And that has been probably... The biggest surprise for a lot of people who kind of take the prayer challenge
0: in the book is like I didn't want to talk to an
1: actual person
0: on the telephone for seven days uh, <laughs> yeah. but when i did i felt a lot better <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> so so that's how the book was born wow that's that's out that's not the story I thought I was going to get <laughs> it's better wow that's interesting oh, okay. I didn't realize it was, like, this sort of journey, sort of, to get there for it. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, it didn't start off like, oh, I'm going to write a book. No, it was
1: like, uh, oh, I'm failing. Oh, <coughs> I <laughs> I need to do better because my faith is really
0: what um, helped me to live. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Wow. So it helped me figure it out.
0: And obviously mm-hmm. you've taken some – well, I guess not obviously because if mm-hmm. and my if – Yeah, I guess not obviously, but you have taken uh, some of this from your book and you've made a podcast as well, uh, where you sort of go over chapters of your book and tell stories and also just talk about different things to sort of help people. What made you want to like jump into doing like the podcasting? And also, what are your like sort of favorite podcasts, if you even listen to any?
1: Oh my God, yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let me rewind. I get very excited because I I really do love podcasts. Um, and I just have a couple of like really really fun favorites. So I decided to do a podcast because the book had been out for about a year or so. Um, and mm-hmm. I had run a couple of like live study groups with it, like on you know on Facebook, where you know I get like a set of people. They they get their own partner. We do the book together. It's really cool, and then that's done. But then I also have friends, I feel like I'm blessed to have friends who really cross the spectrum, right? Like, I work a secular job in an office, you know, in the heart of the city, and I work in this super traditional African-American, like a historic African-American church in mm. Cambridge. So I, I live in, in many worlds. Um, and so I was having all these conversations with people who are not, quote unquote, Christian, um, but they do feel a connection with a spirit or a higher power. And a lot of the principles that you know I talk about in the book really can relate to anyone. And so I wanted to make it easy. And so I'm like, well, one of my friends said I can make a podcast on Anchor and I could do it on my cell phone. That's a win. <laughs> um, and because... I really care about the message. I basically read the chapters of the book. It's almost like an audiobook, except you don't get the benefit of like the extra resources that come in the paperback. Um, you don't get to, you know, write in the answers and spend some of the writing prompts. But I do read um, the chapters, which are super short. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I give stories. I just wanted people to have a chance to connect. And if they do listen to the podcast, like on the way to work or while they jog. They could listen to mine and feel like, oh, like, that makes sense to me. Like, maybe I should spend a little bit of time, you know, talking to God or, you know, seeing what scripture has to say or playing some worship music today just to feed my spirit, not just, you know, my mind or my body.
0: Yeah. So it's like companion piece almost to the...
1: Exactly. It Mm. is exactly that. Um, And then for podcasts, oh my dang. Okay, so I love... (laughs) I love um, the Righteous and Ratchet podcast hmm. by Ke- Kevin Frederick and um, this comedian named Doughboy. It's so good. There are these two Christian guys. Um, one is, you know, grew up super churchy. The other one didn't grow up super churchy. And it's literally like Righteous and Ratchet. It uh, just speaks my soul. Um, <laughs> they're, <laughs> really funny. They're, they're actually both comedians. And like, if you haven't listened to it, Eduardo, I totally recommend you try. So okay practice. um i listen to the office ladies podcast oh um do you listen to that
0: that's a podcast i'm i'm thinking about jumping in on because i love the office oh i've watched it like at least four times oh.
1: <laughs> i could i could watch the office and I sometimes i'll just put it on like on netflix and just let it play they can
0: play for hours Honestly, can play for days. Honest, I know people who do that like my friend oh. I've, I have a friend uh, Naomi and she always she used to we used to like send snaps to each other and I would see and all, all the time the office was on like every single time I would see her TV or like her iPad or something like that and I'd be like yo what level of rewatch are you on the office right now she's like I literally <laughs> just let it play because I need something playing <laughs> She's like, I literally have let it play in my house for just months. (laughs) Just restart. But it's so good. I don't know what it is. It's so good.
1: It's so funny. Like, it never stops being funny.
0: And I feel like. like... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. I I feel like part of the beauty of a show like The Office is that you can sort of jump in in any season, (laughs) any episode, and it's going to be, like, hilarious, and you're basically going to get, like, 90% of it. Yes, There's and le- I have to say, my husband hates it. <laughs> I don't
1: know why he hates the office. Whatever, something's wrong with it. We'll pray for him. I don't want to be left, I'm very broken. <laughs> we'll pray for him. But like, if I have it on and he walks by and like laughs he'll be like, ah, "Oh, I hate the show," I'm like, "You." There's nothing to hate about this show. It just made you laugh. You're
2: ridiculous.
0: There's literally two types of people in this world. Those people who like The Office and those people who hate The Office. It's like, there's no in-between. Usually there's a lot more people who like The Office than hate The Office, but... But, like, when you meet them, the people who hate The Office, like, you don't think they exist. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you're a real person. (laughs) call them that you know what's, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy my first experience ever with the office so uh-huh. when i started watching the office i was like a senior in high school like i was the last person to ever, i only jumped yep. onto it because there were these kids in like the sophomore class who were like really into it and i talked to yep. some of them and i was like okay let me start this show or whatever but my first time ever watching the office i was a freshman in high school and i was in vacation in florida and um it was the episode where Dwight gets his black belt. <laughs> it was just... I didn't even know what the show was. <laughs> yeah, but, oh my god. But it wasn't until I was re-watching it that I realized what it was when I got to the episode. I was like, oh, shoot, I've seen this before. I was like... So, it was, "That was That's like the second to last episode of the show or something like that. I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Me and my dad were watching that's and we were just like... Crazy. "This is We were like, this is just so weird. <laughs> But did you stick with it, or did you just, like, return to it later on? I returned to it later on because, like, I didn't have, I don't even think we had, like, Netflix back then. Like, Uh, it was just something that was just on the television in our hotel, and I was just like, I guess we're watching this because there's nothing else on. I was like, I don't know what I need. But then when I watched it all, I was like, I, I watched it, like, twice in the same year that I started it yes. and, and then yes. I watched it it's a third yeah it's so good and it's so like it's easy to like get wrapped up in the same <laughs> things that you got wrapped up in the first time like all the relationships mm-hmm. and Jim and mm-hmm. Pam it's like I don't know what it, I don't know what they did but they like completely mastered how to hook people into a show yes, about straight up normal people well yes they did. semi-normal Beautiful people wedding. Mindy Kaling,
1: who ended up going on to do the Mindy Project, which I, was also obsessed with us on Fox and then on Hulu.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, DJ Novak. I mean, amazing writers, like really, really funny people. Uh, I'm a forever fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. I love whenever I see like on Instagram it's like vintage. It's like photos of like them like in the first season. Yeah. It's like or there'll be photos yeah. like these are the writers of the office and it's like yeah. them from like 2004 and you're like, "Oh my goodness." Or everybody's it memes. Everybody's memes about how um uh Steve Carell so funny his hairline grew back because he had this horrible his hairline was horrible in the first <laughs> season of the office. <laughs> It was. And I, remember no- <laughs> <laughs> and I remember noticing that, too, and uh, thinking about Steve Carell, like, how I know him now. And I remember when I started it being like, is his hairline that bad that if I just never noticed this before? And he's got, like, he's like hair gone. color in it. I was, like, so confused. I was like, what is this? It was this? bad, and then you see, like, the plug, and then, like, it gets really good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. I'm interested in that Space Force thing that he's a part of. <laughs> There's like some Space Force Netflix. I don't know if it's a Netflix show or a movie. Yeah, and it's like Space Force. And he's like a general okay. or something like that. He's like commanding some sort of thing. Steve Carell? Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: I have to see this now.
0: Yeah, I think they released the trailer like a couple days ago. so. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I'm literally writing this down right now. <laughs> so, These are the things that are important to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just whatever people from the office are doing now, that's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> Hello. Yeah.
0: I would love it. I've been, the only person from the office that I've followed their post office career is um mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, why am I going to forget his name? Now like, What they look like? It's Jim. Whoever what what's Jim's name? Oh, John Krasinski. He's, yeah, not, he's doing
1: the um the SGN uh network now. The Something Good Network. Have you seen any of those
0: episodes? Yeah, Some Good News. He's got, yep. like, that, his little YouTube show. He's Jack yep. Ryan in the Amazon Jack Ryan show, which... Yeah, I didn't watch that. I couldn't I couldn't believe him as anything other
1: than Jim, my
0: apologies. See, what's crazy is that I think I saw him pre... Before I saw The Office, I'd seen okay. him in... The Mike oh no, that was post the office. There's a Michael Bay movie called Thirteen Hours about like the okay. whole Benghazi incident that happened in like twenty twelve. Oh, wasn't he in that? Yeah, he plays like one of the Navy SEALs. He's like the main character. And I would seen that and I remember and I remember then being like, I'm literally watching Jim and Roy is in it too. I was like, I'm literally watching Jim and Roy fight ISIS right now. And then Oh my god. But as time has gone on, I've like started to like like the simulation is broken and then and now and then he was in the jack ryan show on amazon the first season is really good the second season not so much the second season is actually it's so bad i, I still haven't finished it it came out like months ago but but yeah well, this is kind
1: of did you ever watch this is just a random question mm-hmm.
0: sorry it's just like
1: does it off did you ever watch patriot on amazon
0: no, on no. And um, I remember everybody talking about it. Is okay. it good? Obviously, I'll, I'll leave that there. I think it's amazing.
1: It's <laughs> it's, I think it's amazing, but like it's smart. It moves really slow at different times, but it's just it's just so smart. It's funny and it's dark. OK, that was all I wanted to say about
0: that. OK, I'm, <laughs> I am I will be adding I that. to. to I'll be adding that to my list because I would see all their cool promotional like artwork for it. Yeah. And I was always like, what is the show? This is like. What some, is the show? Yeah, I was like, this is like some weird thing, but it looks like I'd like it. It looks violent. If you.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, it is. I think if you liked it, like Jack Ryan and the show, uh, the movie you just talked about, 13 Hours, mm-hmm. I think you'd love Patriot. Yeah, I mean, Amazon kind of dropped the ball. Like, they made the first season, and then they made people wait, I don't know, about was like
0: three years or something for season two. Dang. Three, but Dang. I know. That's like there's as, as such, they do. That's there's a show called Taboo that uh the BBC and I don't and I think like Hulu did or like the BBC did uh, FX FX and BBC uh-huh. did. Uh-huh. And it starred Tom Hardy and it like took place like at the end of the war of 1812 and stuff like that. And everybody really loved it and it was like one of the biggest and 3 years later we're still waiting on season 2. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I'm I like that. I'm like yo like <laughs> <laughs> why can't you just it like <laughs> i'm like i get it tom hardy's a movie star but like y'all should like nail this down because three years See? is too long for me to wait for a second season the I'm struggles
1: try to, I'm, I'm trying to pull in all of my because you have my mind going like in all kind of tv directions <laughs> but yes, yeah, but those are the those are the podcasts that i like oh and one more i do like there's a, a podcast called woman evolved hmm. it's by sarah jake Roberts, and it's really good because um, she's smart, but she also gives, like, I don't know, she gives, like, good spiritual talks to women, but it's really down to earth. It's a little bit ratchet, too, <laughs> all these things. I mean, wow, I just said, like, who I am, right? Like, I'm, like, super ratchet, but also super corporate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am all these things, apparently. Oh, my Lots goodness. what say about me. Um, well, talk about personal revelation. <laughs> dang
0: i um i think uh man what do i i'm trying to think of what podcasts i listen to like the only podcast i think i listen to consistently is uh the joe rogan experience because i mean i feel like anybody who knows me knows that like i just like am into like so many things at the same time and i I can listen to people anybody who's like has knowledge about something I want to know about. I would listen to them talk for like three hours about it, and yeah, you just like absorb it all. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I, I'll like have it on, and I'll have like the internet open, and I'll be looking stuff up at the same time, and like, yep. that's like that's like my whole life now. Um, Deep dive. <laughs> and um, so I like that because he always has a lot of interesting people on. He'll have like comedians on, and he'll have like. Mm-hmm scientists on to talk about certain things i have military people on just people from like all different types of backgrounds and different subjects um Uh which is why i like it i'm also like a fan of joe rogan as a comedian and he used to be the host of fear factor so like that goes way back because when i was a child i was watching fear factor like every day so i don't know he used to do another he used to do another
1: podcast too oh i wish i could think of the name of it (laughs) Oh, 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 I know this guy. <laughs> Podcast.
0: What? How many podcasts does he have right now? Do you know? I don't know. I I, I know the Joe Rogan experience is his main one, but I don't know what, like...
1: He's got another one, too. Oh,
0: I'm so mad I can't... The name of it is, like, on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he's, he's really funny. He, so, move, so, how is... Is staying with the podcast. The, the I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to get my brain like back in order. I'm like, we just went like three different tangents. Um, I know. this is like, it's just like real life when we talk. Um <laughs> yes. Dang. What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, okay. What are you going to ask about? Go ahead. Okay. With the podcast and doing the podcast. So like, that's still going, right? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. So
1: originally what I did was I, um, I read each chapter of the book and okay, yeah. I think it's like six or seven chapters, but I think I have like 10 or 11 episodes, um, on the actual podcast. So for now, I think the podcast, like the episodes that are there are set unless I add some new ones. Um, so, you know, we're, I'm one of the creatives in your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm creating a new class. So I'm going to be creating an online course for people to take, all for the same reasons that I wrote the book and all for the same reasons that I did the podcast. Like, I want people to not feel bad about not knowing how to do spiritual stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? And so I I want to take a couple weeks, and it's it's not connected to any church or anything like that, Like, but just to show people, like, hey, like if you love God, you know, we're all quarantined. You know, sometimes especially during quarantine, like life can feel so heavy and we don't really have, we don't all have the tools we need to sort of work through that and, you know, pass that faith along with what's going on. So I just want to give people some tools, um, of how to like live their spiritual life a little bit better. So potentially once that is sort of off the ground in about a month or so, mm-hmm. um, I might, I might have some new material for the podcast, um. Take it in another direction, or am I might just making a new podcast? I don't know. We'll see what Corona brings me to. I'm not they,
2: sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this coronavirus mess has definitely put a halt in weird kinks in everybody's plans. Um, it's changed
1: everything.
0: Literally, I was—I've um, probably told the story like twelve times on this podcast. Maybe not. I don't know um, because I don't keep track of what I say on here. Um, but I was like—I was working on a short film. Um, before this whole thing hit, right? And then spring break started. And then um, <clears throat> when spring break started, like halfway through the, fr- the spring break, they were like, we're extending spring break by, two- by another week. And I was like, dang, all right. Um, and then they were like, anybody who left for spring break, don't come back. And I was like, mm, that's, <laughs> I was like, there's two different narratives going on in the same email right now. <laughs> And then like, and then like, so the beginning of the second week on like Tuesday or Wednesday, they were like, everybody has to be out. If you, if you stayed here for spring break, you have to be gone by Friday. And I was like, this is, I can't believe this is happening right now. So I had to like move like really quickly and like like ship all my stuff back. Um, How expensive, I mean.
1: Not like dollars, but like was that super expensive to Yeah.
0: <laughs> to up so fast? Yeah. It was not oh fun. Oh my god. That was it was whack. Um and I yeah. and I and I and it cancelled my whole short film. I was like working hard. I was like, Oh shoot, look I'm making something. Psych. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus. Um wow. so with that, what was there anything like big projects? Forgive me if I don't know this, and you've definitely, huh. if you've announced, announced something, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> were, were, there, were there any, like, sort of bigger projects that you were working on prior to this happening? And then sort of how has that, like, affected um, everything? Your plans, because I, I know you do a yeah. lot of things. I do. So um,
1: our church, Union Baptist Church in Cambridge, we have a women's ministry. They're called Elevate that i created. And last year, we did our first women's conference. So we just took like, I don't know, two days. Mm -hmm. Really, it was one day. One day in a church service. Right? Um, And like from 9 to 12 on Saturday, you know, we just had different programming, things like that for women. Um, And it was a great success. so that went well. So we're we're like, hey, we're going to do it again. So we're supposed to do it in November of 2020. And we're going to have you know all these different experiences in person, you know, uh, mobile health services, all kind of vendors. Now we can't probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're looking we're looking into some other options. Um, I can't give them all away, but yeah. I can say it's going to be very unique. It will be dynamic. We're still going to do the conference. Okay. Um, and i like you, Eduardo if I need to learn something, if I want to learn something, I will immediately do a deep dive. um, how to do like, like I I was
0: sitting up the other night learning how to do OBS. Like, Oh yeah.
1: If you ever had to do that, like I'm not a techie person. However, my church has to survive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we're we're about to learn this. You can do all things. things,
1: Right. We're going to do all the things. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, my women's conference definitely has been shifted, but I'm excited. Um, I had already started doing, like, Zoom calls and things like that with some of my leaders and then um, with some of the women at the church, and now it looks like everything is pretty much going virtual. So, I mean, everybody's business models are changing. Yeah. Nobody is exempt. You know, the way we deliver information and products has to shift, and I'm excited. It, It pushes me to grow. Um. We're doing, wouldn't do call it, um, an interactive workshop with a Christian psychologist on May 16th, which is going to be cool, just about emotional wellness. I had people register for that, um, mm-hmm. and that's going to be, you know, on Zoom, and so we're going to deliver the same services that we would deliver in person. We're just going to do it virtually, um, whatever we can do to help. So I'm not letting this. COVID-19 stuff stopped me, I think, if anything, I'm letting it help me shift my perspective. Yeah. You know, I personally feel like, in a lot of ways, as a pastor's wife, sometimes serving in church, it, it it's very limiting, um, and it can make you want to put all your eggs in one basket, but this situation has really forced me to think, okay, well, where, where do I need to kind of re rethink, you know, what I'm offering and and to what audiences, how wide is the audience? You know, maybe I've been too narrow in my thinking. Um, So I am excited, you know, in that regard. I do feel kind of, I can recognize my my own privilege in that with COVID-19, I'm blessed to still have a job. You know, Mm -hmm. I can work remotely. My husband has that. I have a husband here. You know, I have a roof over my head. Everyone doesn't have that same amount of, stability and security. So while I do have that, I want to use it to do as much good as I possibly can um, and put these resources, you know, that are in my hands and in my head and in my heart to be used. This is, you know, there's no need to waste time. I, I'm taking some breaks and I <laughs>
0: think you know,
1: we, we can get
0: some things done now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm reminded you of, know? I think it was last night or yesterday when you'd posted the, uh, it's, it's, this is a quarantine, not a productivity challenge. And I, yes. <laughs> and I had mentioned that, uh, that's literally all this has been for me. Uh, cause I feel like now here is the thing like before is like, I always struggled with being tired from everything I was doing, um, like with school and like, doing school and like a podcast and like writing on thing, writing things and like just working on projects and stuff like that. Like I always felt like, like I was so tired and like it really like slowed down a lot of what I was able to do. And maybe that's just bad. Me just not having like the, the resources in my brain to like sort of make that happen yet. Right. Maybe I'm not like trained like that yet. But, um, one of the things I talked about with the, person on a previous podcast like i think it was a podcast or two ago no it was like two podcasts ago and um we talked about how now that for some people anyway uh there's so much more time now that you're just stuck at home yeah because you've eliminated all the time you spend traveling to places Uh and you eliminate all the like prep time that you really needed right for a lot of things I know, like I've literally done class uh, in my pajamas for the last couple weeks. I've like never even got—I've never gotten dressed once. Um, <laughs> it's just, that's how—that's how—that's how it be when you're a college student. and You're just trying to pass at this point, and you're just like, you know what?
1: I'll, listen. Also, when you're a, a mom working from home, honestly, it's all pajamas. It's all
0: pajamas. Yeah, I mean, hey, I've, look, no one's telling me I gotta dress up professional to go to Dagon. Freaking anthropology class, so... (laughs) I'll I'll wear what I want. Um, But yeah, so a lot of that time has been, like, given back to me. And I feel like there's just so much more time in the day now. And I'm literally like, bro, I'm doing everything I've ever wanted to do.
2: Yeah. Times
0: three. (laughs) Like, I think I've watched, I think, more movies in the past three weeks. Written more in the past three weeks. Made uh-huh. more content, like video content in the last three weeks and like uh-huh. done more podcasts on a consistent basis anyway in the last three yeah. weeks. And I'm like, hey, you gotta sometimes you gotta like take advantage of what the situation is. Absolutely. And I got Absolutely. all my rest. <laughs> Can you I, say that again? I said, and I got all my rest. I came here and I slept for like a week straight because of the jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It is what it is.
1: Um, it is, you know, it's different for everybody.
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: it, you know, we're all having the the same experience differently. Uh, like, I feel like in for so in my house, because again, we're we're usually running, running, running. You know, my husband's on different boards, I'm running different groups. We're teaching classes and running meetings. Like, literally, we've been in and out of this house nonstop. Yeah. Um. Now we're in the house, and we, we're finding okay, so. We're better able to prioritize what needs to happen, and then when do we need to cut it off? Like that part, I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying seeing my husband more. Mm. I'm enjoying mm. being able to like hang out with my kids and not be as frustrated. Like I'll really, go. <laughs> you'll see a lot. Of, you'll see a lot of people online <clears throat> saying like, "Oh my God, I can't stand the kids and class, hard school." And I'll be honest, I like my kids. <laughs> And and I'm not saying, you know, school is easy because it's not when you're trying to work. It is very, um, it's a lot of pressure. And it can be anxiety-inducing if if you're not careful. But we are doing our best to, like, hey, like, if if this is what it is, let's lean into it. Let's lean into it. Let's enjoy one another. Um, I felt a lot of pressure as a creative in the beginning. Like, oh, my God, well I have all this time now? Like, I should be making more things. But then that was, like, stressing me out because I'm like, well, what do I make? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can make all the things.
0: Um, Yeah, it becomes, like, overwhelming.
1: Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. It's like infinite possibilities. But for me, I think I had to take a couple weeks and just chill. Like, I, I, I I would just relax. Like, I would zone out. I'd watch TV. I'd make meals with my kids because I had the patience to, like, show them how to stir something in a pot. (laughs) Wow. Here's how you can stay alive after I'm done. Um, And I still haven't cleaned up as much as I feel like (laughs) I should be. I do miss, you know, sometimes I would have a housekeeper come and help, like, once a month, just to, like, you know, get all the things I've missed because I was never home. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm home all the time now, and I'm still missing that and more so, there's a problem with me there uh i accept
0: it um <laughs> hey sometimes sometimes you just gotta embrace what's wrong and just move you on embrace what's wrong let's just lean in Let, like
1: let's go with it but anyway yeah I, I feel like now that we're like what oh maybe eight weeks into this i'm starting to feel like okay i have a better handle on my work life my my kid's school situation my husband's life church stuff so, Now I can start to kind of give some time to creative thought for me and the projects I want to do. So that's why I was like, "Oh, now I'm starting to figure out. Okay, I can offer this class. Um, It's something that can really help people. Here's how I can build it out. Like, I have a better sense of time. Yeah, I I feel like time has just like been blown out of the water. I feel I have a better
0: grip on it. Yeah, I feel like I understand that too. Because I, especially like now. Because, like, with all the, like, because you're in this, I think part of it is just being in the same spot for so long, too, right? Because we're all, like, we're all seeing the same, like, four walls every day, right? Yeah. So I think that's when it sort of becomes, like, a lot more like, oh, shoot, it's what time now? Because, like, when I was back at, like, school and you're, like, running around all the time and you're going place to place, like, there's not even time to keep track of time at that point. You're just sort of like, nope. okay, I just got to like get the stuff that's going on right now done so yeah. I can pass out tonight and then just yes. wake up and do it all again the next day. Yeah. And now it's like completely flipped around.
1: <laughs> but you know what? Let me tell you, before before the coronavirus hit, mm-hmm. I, I was personally feeling like super stressed out, super maxed out. And I was like, I need some kind of a break. I don't know if I need to take a vacation. <laughs> I don't know what it is that I need, but Mm -hmm. I need a shift, like hardcore. I need something to change. And now that things have changed, however tragic it is, tragic in many cases, while I am alive, I'm trying to make the the absolute most of it. So I'm trying to do the things that bring me joy, the things that make me smile. Eduardo, I mean, even the people that make me smile, those are the ones I want to talk to. (laughs) If you are a downer,
0: a hard pass. Oh, for real, for real. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not interested. If I don't want to work out, I'm not going to work out. Mm, I feel that. If I
1: want to stretch, I'll stretch. (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I just, I want to spend more time enjoying my life. And I feel like this is really um, a good opportunity to do that, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm trying to make the most of it.
0: Now, I can get on board with that. I think there's definitely been, like, a, n- a new sense of, like, clarity, too, uh, yeah. considering the fact that everything is sort of slowed down. Like, we're really able to, like, examine more of what's going on in our lives. And, like you yeah. said, like, if you're down downer, I don't want to talk to you. Uh, like, yeah, like, that, it's, you sort of, like, are starting to, like, realize a lot of times now, um, just, like so, like, all the things that, like, are just not, like, right in your life because now you have so so much more time to think about it than ever before Uh in which case that Uh and that wasn't the case before it usually was like everything was like very like routine like you had a routine where you went here for this amount of time you talked to these people at this times in the day usually that you usually talk and you don't really pay any mind to it but now there's like a lot more time to just sit down yes and be like oh wow maybe i don't necessarily like this person <laughs> maybe this isn't thing something? huh isn't that something like to, to actually
1: be mindful of wait who have i been talking to exactly Am I like
0: these people? <laughs> yeah or you're just like is this thing that i've been doing for like a while like really making me happy or is this just right. something i do because it's something i do right And I think that's definitely been something for me. Like, I've definitely started to, like, try and, like, sort of guide myself into, like, okay, Eduardo, like, what are the things that you want to do? Like, what are are the things that you actually, like, want to do in life? And what are the things that you, like, want... What what of those things can you do now that will actually make you, like, happy and, like, energized and, like, continue doing, uh, working towards, like, your goals and stuff like that? And also just not stressing you out. And that's sort of, like, definitely what I've been sort of trying to use all this extra time and quarantine time to like get myself to, to just being like, okay, I am Eduardo and I do these things because oh. I love them and I want to uh-huh. do this thing in the future. Uh huh. And um, I'm just going to make sure that everything I do is something that I love or something that yeah. I, uh or something that's going to bring me closer to what I want. So,
1: yes.
0: and some people, yes. Mm-hmm. No, you can continue. No, I
1: was going to say we finally have the time and energy to, and the, and the headspace
0: to do that. Exactly. Because sometimes that gets foggy when you have like a job and you have like 600 other thousand responsibilities to do and you're just yep. running around all the time and you're like, and you're just busy. When you, when you're like, yes. are physically busy doing things, your like, mind gets busy on top of that. So... Mm-hmm. And then, when you're not yep. busy in those times, you're so exhausted that you just kind of want to veg out and not think about anything. <laughs> that, that and you have that to sounds do. like the title of my book. Ex- too busy, too warm for Exactly. New- <laughs> exactly. You're <laughs> constantly on these opposite ends of this spectrum.
1: Like, oh my gosh, I, I, I do have too much, to a lot you know, oh my gosh, I'm just worn out. Like, I just don't have any energy. This This season has also made me reevaluate what I've been doing spiritually for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, again, like, people who serve in ministry and, you know, serve as leaders and pastors, like, we have mental health needs as well. Um, You know, we don't always have everything all together. I constantly have to reevaluate, well, what am I doing spiritually? Am I spending enough time just kind of being quiet? And am I spending enough time, like, you know, hearing what the Word of God has to say to me? Am I making any space for that or am I making excuses? Like, I just, I'm like, wow, I actually have space to think these thoughts. (laughs) And then, like, reroute my course. Um, And for me, I feel most productive. I feel most energized when I'm creating things and then sharing those things. Like, whatever I learn, whatever insights I have, when I can share those and somebody else has that light bulb moment, that's what I love. So, I'm just going to continue to take this time to build things out um, that I can do just that and help other people, you know, have those aha moments. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not so awful. Like, I can actually get it together and feel like I heard God for myself. Like, I didn't have to go anywhere. Nobody told me this. This is no one else's influence but the Holy Spirit. And, like, I know what God said to me in my house where I've been stuck for eight weeks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and 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 people need that i think people definitely need not only that time but like especially like with your podcast and with your book like there's guidance out there for them and i know like even personally right like i go to a christian school um and this is like it's weird because like yeah i go to i go to a christian college um and i actually went to private christian high school too when i was in high school so I I can't I can't seem to escape the institutions, um, it's just it's just, just just sort of happens that way in life, um, but but I know that like when I was there and I was working on assignments and I was doing school, like I definitely noticed that like the sort of time in my life that I would spend sort of in the word and and thinking about, like, my spirituality and stuff like that, like, that sort of, like, went away just from all the busyness. And I know that, like, since this coronavirus thing has kicked off, like, I've definitely spent a lot more time trying to be more mindful of that, spend more time praying, spend more time, like, doing devotionals and stuff like that and making sure that I'm, like, building that back up. Because once this coronavirus thing hits in full swing, you're going to want to make sure that, like, you work on the things that you weren't necessarily that good at before. So that way when everything yeah. comes back again, you don't find yourself falling into like that same sort of pitfalls that you were. Well, cause you will. And like, so I'll be
1: honest when this. Oh shoot. Like I was struggling. Yeah. Uh, like on a spiritual side, I definitely was struggling and I was not really taking the time to pray. I was not taking the time to be in the word. Um, and I really had to sit eventually, this is after a couple of weeks now, <laughs> Eventually, I had to sit with myself and say, all right, what is the problem? Yeah. What is the problem? And honestly, for me, I felt angry and I was scared because so much had shifted so fast. Um, I'm an African-American. You know, our community is being hit by COVID-19 in a much bigger way than many communities, right? Mm-hmm. And, and as, you know, uh, someone who leaves um, a spiritual African American uh, community in a charge, I'm now being more exposed to death at a faster rate than I ever have been before. So all of that just was kind of compounding, and I found myself just kind of like shriveling into like this little I, I don't I don't know like a fetal position <laughs> spiritually. Just like oh my god, no more blows, please. Um, but I but I never felt. A relief and I never felt hope until I sat down one day and was just honest with myself and said, Lord, I'm I'm angry and I need some help. I need some help walking through this. Just just help me. You know, I didn't have even words to pray. Um and I spent some time in the scripture scriptures, um, and found some relief finally. To even cry. Like I, I found that I hadn't even been able to cry Eduardo until I sat down and was just really, really honest about no i'm I'm mad about this i, I don't get
0: this yeah that's one and of then
1: that, it's been
0: that's one of the weird things about um i i heard this thing recently uh in a show i was watching that actually just made me think about this um huh. i'm watching this show on hulu called horace and pete right and it's like the show that like um it's about like these two guys Horace and pete and they run like a, a dive bar in new york right and there was just this one scene where this guy was sort of talking about um, how, like, he'd gone to, like, this really, there was, like, this really, like, tragic event that happened in his life or whatever. And yeah. he couldn't cry um, over it mm. and to, to sort of, like, emotionally be there for another person. Because, you know how, mm-hmm. like, you can be there with somebody, but, like, sometimes, like when you're with somebody and like you're hurting like it helps to sort of like see them also express like similar emotion and stuff like that yeah and he had talked and he sort of ended it with he goes that's it's really hard and he was like the and then the person asked like about the event he was like no to show your emotions um when you really want to and yeah that's, that's, like, such a weird, that's something I definitely, like, I know that, like, I've thought about, and I've had, like, moments where that, where I'm, like, something, like, really bad happens, and I have, yep. and, it, and people who know me, I, I'm, like, I try really not, I try really hard just not to, like, I try to be, like, so Irish with it, and just be, yeah. like, anything yeah. that's going wrong, I'm just, like, like, forget that thing, right, and just sort of, like, try and yep. move on as quick as possible, but sometimes yeah. definitely, like, allowing yourself, like, just to be like yeah i am affected by this to be, yes. is 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 a big step i think in like the right direction um uh-huh. and not only and, and it's, i think it's healthier and it'll help you like sort of get past whatever is like issues that are going on and holding you back anyway right because i think mm-hmm. a lot of for that for some people sometimes it's um just being like holding on to things but not realizing you are because you've like yeah. just spent so much time just burying it and just being yes. like, I'm just going to, like, push this down to, like, the bottom of wherever and just, like, pretend it doesn't exist. But in the yep. long run, that's not good for longevity.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So uh, so let me tell you this. So I had an experience, mm, maybe, two uh, was this last summer? Oh, my God. It might have been last summer. But long story short, I have had a pattern of always being able to handle crisis, like, really well. Mm-hmm. That, that's been like a, a, a skill of mine that I always kind of patted myself on the back for. Like, listen, if something goes wrong, I'm the girl you want on your team. I can, I can help you get through it. You know, I can process really quickly in a bad situation. Um, and so, you know, all through my life up until a certain point, like that was a really great skill to have. Um, my, one of my relatives got really sick hmm. Extremely sick, to the, to the point of just about death um, for a good while. And I was struck because I could not cry. I couldn't emote. And I would talk to my husband, like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but, like, I feel like I need to be able to cry. Like, I feel like I'm here in this moment, and my emotions are in, like, another box somewhere. Yeah. And what I – eventually what I came to realize is my – that was like a coping skill. Like all through my life, that skill served me to not have my emotion in the moment. It mm. kept me alive. It kept me safe when I was a, a child, you know, in, in environments that weren't always so great. Yeah. I didn't acknowledge it until about a year and a half ago. Like, oh, my God, you're, you've never given your emotions to catch up with where you are. And the very moment that it did, literally, I saw myself watching an argument the way I've seen, you know, in the past. And it was like I came to myself and realized, oh, my God, I have the power now to take to take control and to take care of me. And the moment I left that situation, I actually did cry because I'm like, oh, my God, I rescued myself. I, I didn't have the power as a child, but as an adult, now I do. Anyway, all that to say, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so important. To find time to, like, you know, it sounds cliche, but to, uh, to get in touch with your emotions and mm-hmm. to, like, give yourself vocabulary around those things. There's something you can Google um, called the Wheel of Emotions. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I haven't. But I talk, I talk about it all the time. If you Google it, look it up on Google Images. The Wheel okay. of Emotions is really great because it shows you a full range of things that you can feel. And then as you get closer and closer to the center, it shows you, like, what's at the root of those, of those words, what feelings really are at the root. Um, and that's something that helped me as well, because I didn't have a lot of vocabulary, right, for my emotions at a certain time. Now I, I'm much better at expressing how I feel, letting myself cry. You know, I might feel like a punk, but I'll take the L. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take the L for emotional health. Um, because now I feel in the moment and it doesn't make me less, it doesn't make me weak and it doesn't make me a target. It makes me, um, better able to connect with people, better able to connect with God, um, being able to be in the moment at that moment and not like running from my feelings.
0: Wow. That was like the
1: longest like diatribe ever. Sorry. (laughs) No,
0: no, it's totally okay. I I love when conversations like this happen uh because this podcast is all about just having conversations and being you know talking about things that maybe people don't usually talk about um but I now i'm looking that. at i'm looking at this wheel of emotions thing this is like it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit because i'm like there's this so it,
2: right
0: yeah there's so many i'm like wow man, i'm like going down the list i'm like dang i feel uh-huh. i feel attacked well it's so good because like what you'll find
1: is i mean if you do ever get to spend a little time just browsing at it um now when i'm in conversations with my friends you know they'll say well i feel like this i feel like that and i can say well maybe you know maybe you don't just feel you know crazy or strange maybe you're feeling violated maybe you're feeling Mm. you know annoyed you know what i'm saying like just to give, let's give our feelings a little bit more shape so we can better know like how to function in these relationships
0: exactly with
1: other people, right? Everything is like about relationships, everything, yeah, everything is about connection. The reason why we're so stressed out during COVID-19, why? Because our connections are so different and so flipped on their heads. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like in a lot of ways too, it's causing us to, it's caused me to realize that. Conversation is a lost art Hmm. and it's something that really has to be um, developed. I'm really hoping and praying that more people, instead of just being angry with the people that are in their houses, I'm hoping that they find ways to actually start talking to them and looking at them eyeball to eyeball, excuse me, and seeing like how they feel, you know, what's going on, what do you want to do, and like hearing each other. That's my hope.
0: Yeah. That's my hope. I mean, we're all trapped in here, so we might as well get, you know, take this time to better understand each other, considering no one's going anywhere.
1: (laughs) No, but you have to be intentional, right? Right? Like, just like you would in your spiritual life,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: your relationship doesn't automatically grow with your mom and your dad because you're in the same house. No. It grows because you you opt in to conversation or you opt into doing an activity with them. It's the same thing on the spiritual side. You know, you can connect more with God. You can feel more in tune if you opt into more time in the Word, more time in worship, more time with other, you know, uh, people of similar beliefs. Like, you have to willingly opt into these things just like you would on
0: your cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of those things is far easier than the other thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely. Uh-huh. Yep. I get. I get. Also, but I was gonna say also you have to know when to unsubscribe from certain people at certain conversations yo for real <laughs> some, oh. sometimes you just gotta know to, to walk away absolutely <laughs> hit the hit the block button on life sometimes because <laughs> yes because because yes. sometimes sometimes you w- whoa everybody everybody in the everybody listening now probably just heard like crazy big Spanish music just now for some reason yes some car just drove down the street it was just (laughs) blasting um music yeah exactly they were like let me me just spice up (laughs) everybody's lives real quick in this street um gosh totally threw me off track i don't even remember what i was (laughs) saying (laughs) that's okay Um, it's quarantine season honestly i've been i've been yeah i've been forgetting things I, i think it's the lack of sleep i've been getting Um, the last few weeks I've had like I've been forgetting things like so often I make this uh, joke to my friend Serena all the time I'm like I'm like I'm literally I'm like I'm literally Joe Biden right now like I don't remember who I am I don't remember what I'm here for (laughs) I'm making up events with people I've never met (laughs) at times I wasn't alive
1: (laughs) (laughs) we out here we out
0: here exactly Um, I don't even know where I was, where I was going to end up going with that. But anyway, (laughs) that, that, that car threw me so way off course. I don't even, I don't even know. I I had like a whole thing set up and I completely forgot it. Uh, (laughs) but, but anyway, so with what, how do I want to phrase this? What sort of advice do you think you can give to people out there, uh, who are like sort of struggling with trying to figure out what to do with this coronavirus thing and figuring out like, um you know, who they are in this and and not necessarily like feeling not like they don't have a place, but like maybe they're like a little worried about everything that's going to happen and like, you know, where things are going into the future and also like what they can do to sort of help themselves um sort of improve in this time. Uh Yeah, if you have any sort of comment or advice that you can give people like that?
1: Yeah. Um, So I would say faith is key. Mm -hmm. Um, Faith is something that gives the spirit and the soul hope. And hope is life-giving because hope always defies the odds, right? Yeah. Hope is based on a belief that what you don't see is going to appear at the right time. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would encourage people to be creative um, and to actually create some personal spiritual time. It can be in the shower. It can be when you wash dishes. It can be taking a walk. It can be doing just about anything. Sitting down, having that quiet time, um, to to look at your emotions, um, and then maybe just have a moment of prayer. You know, where you're just honest about how you feel and how you're doing, and ask god for help believe it or not the simplest prayers get answered too it's not about you know complexity i really think it's important to take some time to settle in and connect with your spirit and to connect with hope hope is still alive and it's alive uh, when you open your mouth and say so Um, we have to be careful i think with our word choices, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's important to try to find ways to not be so sharp and cutting, um, but to add just a little extra kindness to the people, you know, that you're around the most. We, we tend to keep our manners and our niceties for strangers, um, when in fact, it's usually the people that are closest to us who need it the most. So I would just say spread hope and spread love where you are and to really create some time to develop your spiritual side and to really dig into your faith um, and let it inspire
0: you because it can. I'm down with that. Especially the spread hope, spread love. Uh, I've definitely, I've I've made, I'm making like a concerted effort to make sure that I'm a lot nicer. (laughs) Um, Because I, it's not even that like I'm necessarily like I try to be mean to people because I don't. Because like, why would you ever want to be mean? But sometimes, like especially nowadays, it's easy to just be snarky at the wrong moments (laughs) and to Uh just and to be snarky with people who like don't deserve the snarkiness um yeah i've definitely tried to make a a, because i noticed i i do that a lot it probably has to do with like oh who uh, who so many things but i so many
1: things all those emotions that are in that back box (laughs) yeah
0: exactly all of those all of this me thinking like it's one of it's one of the ones in the middle but then realizing (laughs) it's like oh shoot look at all this other stuff out there Um, Uh but yeah, no, it's definitely, I think, especially in the age of the internet too, Uh there's like that extra level of disconnect between us and like another person. And I think like, and a lot of people will say that like, you know, they use the example of like the the internet person who's just like mean in the comments because there's anonymity. But I think at like, with like a continual like exposure to that and what ends up happening is like that sort of carries over to real life and you sort of like Mm -hmm. a snarky comment. You may reply to something. I don't know. Maybe you watch a video that like you hate, like you totally disagree with the person. Right. And then you like, you get it and then you leave some sort of comment and maybe you're a little snarky about it because you're a little like, you know, some, you get a little bitter about, about whatever's in there. Right. Because you disagree so strongly. And then, when that's sort of like happening on a continual basis, when you're like with people in real life, that sort of becomes like the new normal for how interaction goes mm-hmm. with people, and that's like that's dangerous. You got to watch out for that because <laughs> you say yeah. something say something to the me. wrong person. Yeah,
1: face to face is a little different. It hits a little different.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. that's definitely something that I've tried to work on. Not that I'm I'm not even like I don't do mean comments. Um, because that's just not my life. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't want to be connected to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I But, but I know definitely like the snarkiness is definitely coming up and like, mm, I probably shouldn't have been that snarky to that person. And I'm one of those yep. people who will like be in the shower and think about a conversation that happened five years ago and be replaying yep. the whole thing in my head and with alternate dialogue. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> trying, trying to, <laughs> <laughs> Try to rewrite the scene, like it should have gone like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's been like a staple of my shower life for like the entirety of my life. Has been me oh. in the shower, and then some random event that has nothing to do with anything. Everybody's forgotten it except for me, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. It's always that. It's always like the smallest thing too. It's never something that yep. was big or even affected anything. It's like something that you just like <laughs> think about. And like, and you're just like, oh, and like, it'll get you angry. Sometimes you're like, oh man, I wish I would have said this to that person. (laughs) You get like, why was I so weak in that moment? Right. Exactly. And it's like, nah, you gotta. then you
1: try to build like
0: a little
1: list of like, okay, these are the jams that
0: we use in future competitions. You're like, if I ever run into this person again, that I haven't seen in three years. (laughs) I'm gonna let them happen. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, hap- it happens it happens um okay. it's one of the i don't know what i don't know what's wrong with me that that with any with all of us who go through that i wish there was a cure yeah. for it because all it all it does <laughs> is ruin the rest of your day if you're not having one if you're not having one of them where it's like a good one right where you're like yes. where you like I wish I would have been nicer to the person. If it's one of the yes. mean, angry ones, pfft, your day is ruined. You spend the whole day thinking about that conversation until you sleep. It is. Okay, so this is part of my
1: catching up with the moment, though. Right? Okay.
0: So I push
1: myself. When that happens, I literally talk to myself out loud, and I say, stop it. in this moment. I'm right here. I'm mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I'll have to, like, Okay, what am I doing today? Oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Like literally, sometimes you have to like you know, really, you know, slap yourself in the face. Like wake up,
0: mm-hmm. we're here, yeah,
1: and like move forward. Because I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I have, I have so done that. I have so so, done, and I still do. And that's the <laughs> only way to like recapture the day and the moment in your mind. Because like you'll go down on like crazy. You know, bunny rabbit trails. Yeah, exactly. So if you can be more, more mindful and
0: aware, yeah, you can bring yourself back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've definitely, I've I've tried to like replace, because I know the show- my time in the shower is sacred to me. And that is the time of the day where like my brain is like the most idle, right? So that's why it's like the easiest for it to happen, I think in that moment for a lot of people. It is. It is. And I've, I've spent uh like trying to make sure that like I replace that time, like that, I've make that time like about prayer. And I try and like make oh. sure, yeah. So I've been like making like an effort to just like be like, okay, I'm in the shower and I'm praying yeah. until I get out. Yep. And it's sort of like, it's a way better start to the day. I did it today. I try and do it usually. If I'm real tired, yep. like I'm surprised I even did it today because I took out my dog at four in the morning. Um, yeah. But don't ever. Do you have pets? I have kids. <laughs> well don't get it don't get a dog don't get a. don't get a dog don't get, a, ah, ah. Don't get, dog. Don't get because okay. dog here's the thing you can forget to take out the dog at a certain time right because sometimes a dog might not even have to go in that time right but sometimes just bringing them out will make them be like oh maybe i should just go right yeah, yeah. if you forget that dog will wake you up all hours of the night until you bring them out and that's what happened last night. And like, she woke up at one thirty in the morning and yep. I got up, I was still in, I was still in falling asleep mode. I had been in bed since like midnight and I was like, and she, um, and I was still like trying to fall asleep. And I was like, whatever, I'll yep. take out. I was like, I'll take out the dog. It's like one thirty. It's no big deal. I was like, I'll just, yeah. I'll be a little tired tomorrow. And then, but she didn't even want to go outside. And then I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe you're just complaining. Maybe the cats are torturing you. And then, um, yeah cause I have cats too, and they're i oh, I have one cat now, and she's atrocious to the dog, um they like to come over to like the gate and like stare at the dog, and then my dog gets all worked up, um, uh, yeah, so I was like, maybe that just that happened yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then um, but then, so then I go back to sleep, and then I two and a half hours later, I'm still not asleep, and my dog's crying, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Why is this happening right now? And then four in the morning, and I'm out there on yep. the lawn letting my dog go to the bathroom. I'm like I can't even believe this. I can't believe this is happening right now.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And then I, and I'm pretty sure I I I went to bed after that, and then woke up and then got out of bed at like I don't know ten o'clock. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. Good rule. Yeah. It's, well, wait, did you
1: shower? Did you shower when you came back in with the dog?
0: No. I showered at like uh, noon today. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: oh! I mean, not to get into your whole schedule. I was, just, I was just curious when the prayer part came
0: in. <laughs> oh no, yeah, bro. I should, I should, I should have been using the time I was out there with the dog because, believe me, I was upset. <laughs> That actually would have been a great time. Yeah, exactly. I would now, have done. No, you say it. Yeah, just like kind of reverse, reverse that everything that hit the do the Uno reverse card on the anger yeah. I was feeling towards my yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, no. But I I try and make sure that I use that time for like prayer. So then I'm just like, oh, great start to the day. You leave the shower. You are already energized because you leave the shower. The shower is nice. Yep. And then you're just yep. like, ah, oh, and I'm just I'm ready to go throughout the day so here's a here's a little bit more fun question because we've been in like okay. some, we've been in some really deep stuff this whole podcast which is really nice hey now, hey yeah now. i was i was i'm low-key i was like mad worried about how this is gonna go <laughs> oh, no! i always get i always get like so worried whenever i do these podcasts because i'm like i don't know if there's even enough to talk about with anybody <laughs> I, and I get like I, I I get worried that I'm gonna get like a a like a one sentence answer, and I'm gonna be like, oh shoot, well that's all I got. <laughs> that's all. That's all I had for the hour. Um. What What are some sort of like since there's all this time? What have you picked up any like new hobbies? Quarantine yes. hobbies? Ooh, yes. I, w- I would love to hear about them. Okay, so a little bit of backstory. Okay, okay, eleven years ago. Um,
1: because I'm slightly old. Eleven years ago, my husband bought me a sewing
2: machine Ooh. because
1: I begged for it for Christmas, and then I used it for like six months. Like I just tried to like learn stuff on it, and I don't know. I had a small child; there were pins everywhere. I just put it away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's forward to where we are now. Um, and I was like, "Oh crap! Like we need masks, and I can't order any." And so I started. I don't know. Like I found some old fabric in the house, and I was like, Ah, let's bust out the sewing machine and see, like, if I remember how to do this. I didn't. That was a fail. I ended up having to go to YouTube for help. Thank God.
0: YouTube's a blessing.
1: YouTube is the truth and the life. (laughs) It will get you through. It will get you through many things. That is that is
0: so true.
1: Right. So I figured out like how to make mats and like i i haven't been selling them like i know some people do i think that would be really cool i can't the creative part of me like can't commit to making enough and like doing order i can't do all that i've <laughs> been making them for, like my family, <laughs> for my family
0: and you're like i'm already a secretary i can't become like a full-time textile mill <laughs> okay <laughs> It's, been, it's just been making masks.
1: Just making masks. And like they're the kind of cool ones. Like they're not just like the foldy down ones. That's not what they call them. But I think you know what I mean. I make the ones that are like kind of pointy at the nose. And they kind of come around. They look really cool.
0: Ooh, um, wow. What
1: about you? Like are you, did you pick up any new homies?
0: Um, I think I've been devoting a lot more time to, um. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I don't know where that came from. I devoted a lot more time to, to um like my photography than I have before. Oh, yeah, because you're i really good. Huh? I think you're really good. Oh, th- thank you. <laughs> I I don't yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I it's it's something that I like like. It's not like the main thing I want to do obviously, but it's something I I I fell in love with when I was in a community college.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
0: And I was like I took like film photography, so like I'd do like dark room and development and stuff like that. Obviously, I can't do that now, um, because I don't have a dark room and there's nowhere for me to go <laughs> because of coronavirus. Um, I have like literally like six rolls of like film that are just sitting around waiting to be developed. Um, oh man! Yeah. Wait, but, wait, wait! But can you
1: but can you make like a little dark room in your house, like or in your apartment?
0: I don't I think the chemicals are gonna to be too expensive and like there's three oh. other people here who would not appreciate it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I'm
1: like, can you smell the chemicals or how does this work?
0: Yeah, I they know, smell I they smell know. awful. You I would oh. I would ruin our Because <laughs> you. you need a sink. You, there there's I don't even think my apartment would be big enough to house a dark room, not gonna lie. I think it I think oh. I think it would be like yeah. I would, I would need to like, I need everybody to move out and I'd have to be paying rent and, uh, I don't yeah. have a job, so that's impossible. And then <laughs> 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 there's so, so many things that have to go right for me to, for me to have a dark room. Um, yeah. yeah you, I, my goal, my, my plan is to just send them off to dark rooms. Cause there's like dark room services that are like, True. But like, but not to like Walmart or CVS because one of my biggest pet peeves about it is like I would do that right, but they don't give you back your negatives, and oh. no, they just they, des- they destroy your negatives, um, oh. and that is like the biggest thing when it comes to that because I'm yeah. not going I'm not going to scan the printout picture that they give me. I'm going yep. to scan the negative at like 300 pixels per inch, <laughs> and then, be, oh. and then be like, and then do like a reversal in Photoshop and turn it into a positive. Like, oh, snap. that's the right way to do it. But <laughs> teach me, sir. This sounds like a YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably. Dude, I've had, I've had, I've looked that up because, because right before this thing hit, I was like getting ready to like send stuff out, and then it was like, psych, everything's closed. Oh, oh. Thank you very much for that coronavirus. Um, but yeah, I've been spending more time doing photography. I've completely changed what this podcast is. <laughs> that's like that was one of my pet projects for the quarantine was find something else to do. And um yep. so I did like all so now I'm doing like these interviews and stuff like that. So that's really fun. And you're oh, doing a good job. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, I just got your text we will wrap this up promptly <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw I'm sorry. you could have just you could have just said it I literally saw and I was like dang I don't know what that number is and it's funny is your number is literally right here in front of me because of the oh. because, because it's on the call and I was like oh shoot what is that um, I was like who the heck could that be I was like I have no credit <laughs> yeah exactly i was like yo i told everybody this was happening um um but anyway yeah so i've just i've just been kind of i've just been devoting more time to that and i've been devoting a lot more time to writing than i've ever before i love i love and i hate writing um a lot Uh on both ends of the Uh spectrum it's like my Uh least favorite part of making movies but it's also like the most necessary thing uh, in order uh-huh. for movies to exist, but but yeah, so anyway, those are my those are my hobbies. <laughs> my hobbies is just me doing more of what I already do. And there is room for that, and I'm glad for it. Exactly. So um... So thank you for having me today. Of course, it's been a pleasure. It's I'm super this glad that we were awesome. able to make this work. <laughs> I was ho- yeah, I was like I hoping would- so hard you would say yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I was feeling so shy, but I was like, I have to say yes. I have to say yes. Yes. Cool. I, I'm so thank you for asking. No problem. Uh, and and I would love, and something you know happens in the future, more big things are happening. Yeah. I'd love to have you on again. Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because this you. is this has been fun, and you're hilarious, and I love talking to you. Aww, so. Thank you. <laughs> okay. they can follow me on instagram at concetta underscore green i'm there all the time
1: so that's
0: the best way yes good i was literally right about to ask you where people can find you (laughs) hey look at me yes exactly so (laughs) on instagram at concetta underscore green her podcast let's pray again podcast there's 11 episodes there for your entertainment uh and self-help so definitely Listen to those. I highly recommend it. I listened to them when I was going back to California after winter break. and Oh, my God. You did? Yes, I did. I was like, oh. Because I remember that's when I learned about it. Wow. And I was like, oh, shoot. Let me listen to this. So, that's so crazy. Well, thank you. Of course. And as always, you guys follow me at CatDuardo Duardo on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to Truth Justice on the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And, yeah, everybody, hopefully you guys are doing okay during this coronavirus. Please stay mindful. Stay safe. Don't touch your face. Social distance is key. Uh, We've kind of already flattened the curve. So I guess it's kind of out of style to say flatten the curve now. But uh, make sure you guys are staying safe and staying healthy. And uh, I'll see you guys next time with another interview. So peace out.